Hello everyone and welcome to episode 5 of the Unlocking British English podcast. My name is Shane and in today's episode I'm going to be talking to you guys a little bit about my experience working as a bartender. Uh, but before we jump into the full episode, first of all if you're new here I just want to say hello and welcome, thank you for listening, uh, and that if you would like to download the transcript for this episode so that you can read along while you're listening, uh, help to improve your, your listening comprehension and to look up any words that you're unaware of, uh, you can download the transcript for free right now on the website, that's www.unlockingbritishenglish.com uh, or just go to the information description box wherever you're listening to this episode and you'll be able to find the link and download that now for free. And so yeah, so let's get into the episode. So today, like I say, I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience working as a bartender. So if anyone's unfamiliar with the word bartender, with the name of the job bartender, uh, this is what we call people that work behind the bar uh, making alcoholic drinks, making uh, cocktails, pulling pints, making beers, all this kind of stuff. So yeah, my experience working as a bartender. Uh, so I actually spent most of my time working as a bartender in a small Italian restaurant here in Southampton, which is the city where I live uh, on the south coast of England. So I worked as a bartender probably for about 10 or 11 months. Mm, yeah, the best part of a year. So obviously not a huge, huge amount of time, but enough time to get a, a good feel for the job and what it's like. Um, of course, I'm going to be talking about my personal experience, which also is affected by uh, the type of work that I was doing or the location where I was working, uh, which is to say my experience working behind the bar in a restaurant is going to be different to someone that works maybe in a local pub and again, different to someone that works in like a nightclub and things like that. But anyway, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about uh, my experience. So yeah, I worked in a, a small Italian restaurant here in Southampton called Baccaro uh, and I worked just behind the bar even though it was a restaurant I didn't work in the restaurant area or anything to do with uh, waiting tables and running food and different things like that. I was just focused uh, on the drinks and so uh, yeah I'll tell you a little bit about the place itself I suppose to start with. Uh, so it's a small restaurant, an independent business so it's not a big chain, uh, there's not different locations all around the country, there's just one uh, one location. Um, that's something that I really enjoy. I, I found that working with big chain companies, big businesses, uh, of course there are some benefits, but it's I find it to be very impersonal. Uh, you you know you you never really meet anyone important. Uh, you're treated more as a, a number than as a human being, right? Than as a member of staff. And so uh, I definitely enjoy working for smaller companies. So that was uh, definitely a good positive uh, from the get go. Um, and where it's located in the city uh, is in what I would say is quite a nice area. Uh, it's not like a very super expensive posh area, but it is uh, located in an area that's called Ocean Village, which is uh, near the waterfront and in this area where there's a few big kind of blocks of new build flats. Uh, so like brand new, not brand new, but pretty new modern apartments and things like that. So it's a fairly nice area. So the reason I say that is to kind of give you a bit of an understanding of maybe what type of people we'd have coming in on a regular basis. And so I would say um, whilst it wasn't a super fancy upscale, super posh restaurant, it was a nice kind of place. Um, one of the things 
that I really liked about working there was that we had a really diverse range of people from the customers, the people coming in to eat and drink, to the staff and the managers and everything. Uh, it was a really diverse group of people, so I couldn't tell you that it was only posh rich, rich people that came in or only locals that came in or only tourists or you know whatever else. There was no one type of person, no one specific type of clientele, I would say. Um, and so, yeah... The work itself, of course, working behind a bar, generally speaking, is fairly simple. Uh, I mean, when you join a new place, you obviously have to get used to how that place works, right? So you have to know the layout, i.e. where stuff is. So working behind the bar, okay, where are the fridges? Where are the uh, the new beer barrels? Where is the fruit kept? All this different stuff, blah, blah, blah. Uh, where are the tables uh, in the restaurant? Because, um, like I say, I was working behind the bar, but of course there would be people in the restaurant uh, ordering drinks for their table and things like that. And so you needed to know where the each table was and you know who was kind of at each table because you needed to be able to keep track of of different orders and stuff like that because um yeah a lot of the time you're going to be quite busy um but outside of you know figuring out the layout and figuring out the kind of routines um how they work you know how they do the the opening and the closing for example you know usually you're going to have like a a checklist of different jobs to go through when you open and when you close to make sure you know covered all the important stuff uh, but what once you've got used to those basic things that I think are quite diff you know that are, are usually you have to get used to those things when you join any kind of new job or new company right it's not necessarily specific to uh, working as a bartender but yeah once you've got used to those new routines the job itself is fairly simple right you're doing pretty simple uh, tasks you're making drinks. Um, a lot of the stuff that you're making as a bartender, or at least a lot of the stuff that I was making as a bartender working in this restaurant was was fairly simple. Uh, but we did also have uh, what I would describe as proper cocktails, which is to say uh, we made cocktails with like real ingredients, real, real juices and, and, and alcohols and different stuff like that. Um, some places where they serve cocktails, there's a lot of pre-mixed stuff so I don't know maybe you have a carton of a load of pre-mixed ingredients and then you just add vodka or you add whatever the spirit is that's the the main base of the cocktail so um, that was another thing that I liked uh, we made you know real proper cocktails I learned how to to make and mix some quite interesting cocktails I could say with quite some confidence that I can make a mean espresso martini um, although I don't have an espresso machine at home so I rarely get to make them anymore but um, yeah the cocktails was cool so but yeah the work itself is obviously it's fairly simple it's fairly routine uh, which a lot of the time is good but it also can be quite tedious right um, there's some times where you're you're standing kind of polishing glasses or slicing fruit ready for the weekend or or restocking the fridges uh, and and sometimes it can be quite enjoyable right like sometimes these basic uh, simple tasks can also be all, almost be quite like relaxing it's almost like a, a meditative activity it's um yes yeah, it's, it's just relaxing it's, it's easy but a lot of the time probably more often than not it can just be really boring and really tedious, right? There's only so many times you can polish a wine glass before, you know, you kind of just do it automatically without thinking and uh, you get kind of bored pretty quickly. Uh, and so, yeah, the work itself is kind of 
not necessarily good or bad. Uh, like I say, it's fairly simple. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. But uh, I would say, generally speaking, I enjoyed the actual work itself, um, if for no other reason than, like I say, it's just not super complex. So it's something that you can do, you know, if you're tired, if you're not having a great day or whatever. It's all it's all fairly simple. It doesn't take a lot of brain power. Uh, so yeah, the work itself was cool. Um, I think what I enjoyed most about working as a bartender was more the people rather than the actual job itself. And so obviously, as you might assume, working as a bartender is a very social job. Um, of course, there are times where the, the it's not very busy, there's not very many people in, but generally speaking, um, because we had a lot of locals, because we had a lot of people that would come in uh, just to drink, right, not to order food or to sit down at a table, they would come in just to drink and to socialize and things like that. Uh, we had a very kind of social environment and and as a member of the staff, especially in the bar, you're, you're a big part of that. You know, there are a lot of people that come in um, very regularly, like I say, and you get to know these people, you get to know about their lives and you talk to them and well, they get to know about you as well. And so I did enjoy that part of it, I think, probably the most. That's the, the, what I enjoyed the most was the, the social element and the... the yeah, just being able to talk to loads of different people and find out about different people's lives and different people's jobs and things like that. Um, I, I think I was very lucky, to be honest. Like I said, everyone that works as a bartender is going to have a slightly different experience based on where you're working, what type of work you're doing. Because I was working in a relatively nice place, um, you know, we never really had any trouble. We didn't have people that would get... Uh, well, we had people that would get very drunk, that would get too drunk, but we didn't have instances where people were getting really drunk and then they were getting into arguments, starting fights, refusing to leave, not paying or something, you know, th those kind of things that you just don't want to deal with, especially once it's getting late into the evening or it's been a long week or whatever. Uh, so I think I was very lucky with the type of people uh, that I was surrounded by. Um, and I say that not just on account of the customers and the people that come in to drink, but also uh, the staff and the managers as well. You know, the people that I actually worked with, uh, I thought were, were really cool. You know, um, it's the type of job that attracts, again, a lot of different people. You know, I worked with people that were there full time. That's what they did all the time. They, you know, pretty much dedicated their life. Uh, to the restaurant, to the bar, to that business. Uh, and you have other people, you know, that are working part-time in other jobs, other people that are studying and that are just doing this job as a little bit of kind of extra income. Uh, and so, yeah, not just with the customers, with the staff as well, you meet a lot of uh, different and interesting people. And yeah, I really liked the people that I worked with. We had people from all over the world. You know, we had obviously had English people, we had Polish people, we had Brazilian people, Portuguese people, Spanish people, Italian people, uh, Latvian people. Well, yeah, like I say, people from all over the world. And so because you spend a lot of time working and not necessarily uh, serving people all the time, you also get quite a lot of opportunities to speak you know, to the staff, just casually chat or whatever. Uh, and so, yeah, I found that I was able to, to, yeah, to meet some really cool people, to make some new friends, even to, you know, learn a little bit about other people's cultures and histories and countries and different stuff like that. So I can definitely say that the social element uh, I really enjoyed. Uh, and I was lucky enough, like I say, to work with uh, good people and 
Uh, I had three managers while I was working there. We had kind of, I suppose you could say, a main manager, like the top manager, and then two uh, lower level managers, let's say. I don't know if they had specific job roles, as uh, job titles or whatever. But yeah, we basically had three shift managers uh, that would rotate in different ways. And and obviously each person had their own style of management and things and there was maybe you know you could say there was a slightly different vibe um depending on who was managing and who was working on that day but generally speaking you know everyone got along pretty well uh everyone communicated pretty well and yeah on on that count i feel very lucky because of course there are some people that uh don't get so many, uh, don't get so so pleasant uh, opportunities to work with, or such pleasant opportunities, sorry, to work with, uh, you know, nice people that they actually enjoy spending time with. Um, of course, it wasn't all good. There are negative sides. Um, one of the things that I struggled with the most working as a bartender, I think, was just the just the late finishes and the unsociable hours. Um, Generally speaking, on the weekdays, we would close at around 11, half past 11, um, and on the weekends, you would close at maybe sort of one o'clock in the morning. Uh, and so, of course, when I say we close at, let's say, one o'clock in the morning, that doesn't mean you're finished working at one o'clock in the morning. That means that's when, you know, doors are closed, uh, we stop serving drinks, all that kind of stuff. So, from there then you have to go through all the closed down stuff you need to make sure everything's clean and ready for the next day check all the dates on the fruit throw away anything that's uh, gone bad all this kind of stuff you know restock all the fridges you need to reset all the stuff basically for the next day um and even though the job itself is fairly simple i found that i found personally that i struggled again yeah with the hours with the the, the late finishes especially for me, it seems that there's a point in the evening where I kind of just switch off. I don't know if there was a specific time uh, or something like that, but there's a point in which I, my my brain just kind of goes, nope, I don't want to do anything else today. And so I I maybe, I find it harder to, to socialize, to make conversation, to be kind of open and energetic and, you know, um, yeah, being energetic, you know, I, I would still do the work, obviously, but I was just kind of clock watching. I was just waiting to go home, uh, and yeah. So it, it it meant that you know by the time I actually was done and finished and going home, I wasn't always necessarily in like the best mood. I maybe felt you know quite tired, a little bit grumpy. Uh, you know, obviously I would have liked to have gone home and relaxed earlier than that. Uh, you know, if I'm getting home at half past one, two o'clock, even later, maybe in the morning, it's it's. It's a strange lifestyle to lead. So, yeah, that part of it I definitely struggled with. I found that the the unsociable hours, always working, you know, the evenings and weekends when, you know, other people, your friends are often doing things, um, that's difficult. And the late finishes as well, you know, I definitely found uh, to be a difficult part of it. Uh, so... I don't work as a bartender now. I'm, I'm at the moment. I'm fully focused on on English, on language learning, and well, a few other things that I will be doing again once uh, all of the lockdown stuff eases. But um, the reason that I left, uh, that I stopped working as a bartender, that I left Bacaro, um, was was twofold. So. The first thing was that I was starting to teach a lot more. I was very busy with my English stuff and I had a lot more uh, ideas and things that I wanted to do, like this podcast. Uh, and I knew that if I was working both 
as an English teacher and as a bartender uh, with the combination of the unsociable hours and the late finish and stuff, it was just going to be too much uh, and I wasn't going to be able to give 100% to either of those things. Um, but it was a hard decision for me to leave because, like I say, it was a nice place. I really liked the people that I work with, uh, that I worked with, uh, the people that are my, my the customers and the people that I met there. And I think, to be completely honest, if I had to go back and do another bartending job, I probably wouldn't find a better situation uh, than the one that I had before. But the main problem with that job, and this is not to do with with Bacaro, with where I worked specifically. Uh, it's it's to do with the industry in general. The main problem and the main factor, the main reason why I left was that ultimately there's really no room for career progression working as a bartender, working uh, as a waiter, working, you know, in, in restaurants, bars and stuff like that in that whole industry in general. It's very difficult because... You know, we all worked on on minimum wage contracts. You know, the uh, I can't remember exactly how much we got, but I think it was around eight pound twenty one uh, per hour, which is the minimum wage for an adult. Um, and we were all working on zero hour contracts, which means you have a contract, you have an official job, but there's zero hours contracted to you, which literally means you know the the company don't have to give you any hours, they don't have to give you any shifts, uh, which means you know it can change a lot week to week and does generally change a lot week to week depending on lots of different factors. Um, but ultimately, that yeah, like I say, there's no room for career progression. So you know, once you're a bartender, you know what's next. Maybe you can become a manager, but especially in a small independent company, it's very difficult to do so because, you know, like I say, we had three managers, so they don't need four managers, they don't want four managers. And so the only real opportunity to to move up in that job to to yeah to to be promoted, to progress in your career is for someone else to leave, which obviously doesn't necessarily happen very often and you 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 know you can't uh you can't guess when that's going to happen or can't gauge when that's going to happen and so it makes it hard to think about you know how your career is going to progress how your career is going to change over the following years uh and unfortunately i think a lot of people stay in those type of jobs for too long um and they stay at the kind of same level for too long just out of fear um, which is to say, you know, people, they know that it's not the best job in the world. They want to do something different. But at the end of the day, a job is a job. So if you're getting paid any amount of money, uh, you're getting regular income, even if it's not the same amount every month, uh, you know, that's better for a lot of people than taking the risk of, of not having a job and trying to find something else uh, and uh, maybe ultimately failing. And so, Again, I think I saw people that had been, you know, great people, the people that I really love and respect, but people that had been working in that job for too long and didn't have a good reason to 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 have stayed there for that long and, you know, ultimately hadn't progressed in their career. So, yeah, when I thought about it, even though it was something that I enjoyed and it was a situation that I enjoyed and I was very lucky to find myself in that kind of environment, I knew that it was better to, to take the risk, let's say, to... Yeah, take the leap and jump and try something new and different and focus on something that was going to give me, yeah, kind of a bit more of a, a 
clear career progression, let's say. So uh, yeah, that was ultimately why I left. And now, of course, I'm focusing full time on on languages, on teaching English, on learning languages and uh, all this different stuff. And so, yeah, there are other things that I actually do as well alongside English. Uh, I also teach other things like salsa dancing uh, I actually teach also like uh, pole dancing acrobatics circus acrobatics and different stuff like that uh, but more recently uh, we've been yeah locked down and uh, all that kind of stuff so I haven't been able to do any of that alongside what I've been doing but uh, I will also be maybe making a, a few more episodes talking about other stuff that I do alongside English and languages but yes for today I wanted to talk a little bit about my experience working as a bartender because I know it is uh, a job that well a lot of people have done or a lot of people have tried a lot of people uh, think about you know if they're moving to a new country or a new city or yeah you're in between jobs uh, it's the kind of job that you can get usually without much experience and stuff like that so uh, yeah I thought it'd be interesting to talk a little bit about about my experience and things like that so yeah I hope hope you've enjoyed today's episode um, thank you again to everyone that's been listening and supporting uh, if you have specific subjects that you would like me to talk about in future episodes please don't hesitate to send me a message you can contact me on Instagram uh, we're on Instagram as well by the way at unlockingbritishenglish.com no, at Unlocking British English, without the .com, obviously that's for the website. Uh, and so yeah, if, you, if there's anything you would like to hear about in future episodes, please let me know. Uh, I'd love to hear from you guys, but uh, yeah, thanks again for all the support. I'm glad you guys are enjoying everything so far. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will look forward to speaking to you again soon. <laughs>